You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome, everyone, to the PJ's cast. I'm your host, Pierce, alongside my good pals, uh, Dylan and Jimmy. Well, it's been a while. Uh, if I'm being completely honest. These last couple months have been pretty hard. I don't want to get too heavy or anything, but um, mm-hmm. just personally for us. And I did want to record a podcast last week, but then I've been sick for like the past week now, and I'm still like a little bit sick, but good enough to record a podcast. Off COVID and protocol. Just gonna, yeah, just exactly. Said. Off po- yeah. COVID protocol. Um, playing through the pain. So. Uh, Let's do this. And again, on the topic of COVID, we don't want to spend too much time on it because I feel like there's just been so much negativity going on right now regarding that. You can turn on your news and find that. You don't need us to talk exactly. about it. Exactly. No. Yeah. Um, so first things first, the NHL players aren't going to the Olympics. And I think I, I remember just even recording that last podcast, I just felt like there was such an inevitability that this would happen. And obviously, it's the right thing. But just looking at the NHL yeah again yeah like it, it's the best thing but you, now you look at the fact they didn't go in 2018 and if they do go in 2026 that's 12 years between the Olympics so I think had there been an Olympics in 2018 there would have been it would have been like a easier blow to soften I guess I don't know but did you see Stamkos' interview? Yeah, I know. It's it's heartbreaking because that guy has had so much bad luck. 2010, he probably should have made the Olympic team, even though they won anyways, because I think he won the Rocky Richard that year in his second season. 2014, he broke his leg before the Sochi Olympics. 2018, obviously, there was no Olympics at all, and he was going to make the team. I'm, I was pretty confident he was going to make the team had they gone this year, but no. But dude, I, six in scoring the league, I think he was going to go. Good yeah, man. He's, he's helping that Tampa team with all those See, it's, and he's it's funny you say that because I was watching the interview and that was my thought was he probably would have made it and then I look in the comments and there are other people saying that and Tampa fans responding right away going yeah sixth and scoring sixth and scoring and I'm like oh I forgot he's on that team there's no way he's not going to be on that I team. know see when Sam goes yeah. he's the captain of the team this guy's a former 60 goal scorer just speaks how good Tampa Bay is that he's kind of gotten forgotten behind him and Kucherov and Point and now that a few of them are gone he's finally like getting his due even though I feel like we've all known Steven Stamkos is a beast yeah it doesn't help when they win the first cup without him entirely for the playoff run exactly exactly well well, except for you know like his five minutes of glory in game three or whatever it was (laughs) he literally did an extra boost they needed he got a bag skate and he scored during it yeah exactly whatever that's how fucking awesome that lightning team was. 
And you, we've seen other players. I think Connor Hellebuck was really disappointed, though. You, you kind of look to yeah. the future. I still think Connor Bill Hellebuck probably would have a good shot of making the next Olympic team if he keeps his play up, which by his class track record, he probably should. But then you look at yeah. someone like Patrick Kane, who had he gone to the Olympics, agree with it or not, he probably would have been the captain for Team USA or at least one of the alternates. And now the next time the Olympics come, like he's going to be, I think, 37 years old. Like, if Bruh, unless he, can, he might unless be like he, a third liner, but... Yeah, unless he know. keeps this up, which I don't doubt. I think Patrick Kane's in good enough shape to do that, but you just look at the USA, and this is kind of a good problem, I suppose. Like, they have a really young way, a lot, a big young way of players. Like, you're going to see Trevor Zegers, Jack Hughes... Zegers is going to be, what, uh, 24? And yeah, look at how good he is that's, now. That 25. That's weird to think because that'll also yeah. be my age in 2026. And it's kind of funny to talk about <laughs> it. Like, forever, like, away, but it's going to get there faster than we think. But, um, no, you just see the reaction around the league. But, um, yeah, again, yeah, it sucks. But I, I think it's the right thing to do. And, obviously, to the going to the postponed games, um, like the Olympic break, now they're going to use that for uh, to make up for the games. That, like the, a lot of the arenas, there's like book for concerts and other events, and the, they'll imagine they'll find a way to get those get those games in. And another thing about me being sick is that I was supposed to see the Anaheim Edmonton game on oh, Monday, but yeah. and it got postponed. But the good thing is I wasn't feeling well, so it's kind of like a blessing in disguise. So. Well, you were on COVID protocol, so exactly. you wouldn't be able to uh, play anyways. No. Yeah. Anyways, Orange, you're filling in for Donald Lars, right? Isn't he like injured again or something? Or no, nah, Duncan something, Keith. Something. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, Pierce. Yeah, because they uh, they need size. Yeah, it's they a blessing in disguise. Yeah, Keith is what five ten. They yeah. need leadership. No, nah, Duncan Keith's like six feet, six. He's like five seven. He's like my height or something. I don't know. Your height, bro. You're like four feet yeah. tall. What are you saying? Uh, was it? Would we end on like two foot two? I think. I think that's where we're at now because no, it kept going lower and lower. Dude, that might be generous if, if we're being honest. Yeah, seriously. You, I got know, knocked you, around you got enough. a triple yeah. that size if you even want to be considered by the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, let's not let's talk about literally anything besides my height because uh, start you start to hurt my feelings. <laughs> making you have it, making you have like a, a, a crisis before the end of the year. I. <laughs> uh, if we could go back to the Olympics for a second, yeah. one thing that isn't getting Steve talked about Ford, enough, yeah. I think, is that's probably the last Olympics Crosby and Ovechkin are going to be at. Like, I, oh. I would have it in four years just because Russia, but, like, I mean, I don't think Crosby makes Team Canada in four no. years. Like, like I saw, an, I saw yeah. a comparison of just, like, how the teams might stack up in four years, and it kind of seems like Finland and the U.S. are about to take over. Because everyone on Finland's are like 23, 24, 25. And everyone on the U.S. is like 21, 22, 23. So yeah, young they keep progressing on the, you know, projected paths that they have gone on the last couple of years. It could get really interesting, honestly. I and think Canada is going to be a lot of fun by the guys like that. Mm-hmm, for sure. And I, and I think one thing I didn't get talked about enough is like, yeah, Canada has all this like blazing speed and they're all, and most of them are really young, but there's a good bit of that team, like Crosby, Bergeron, Marshan. No, like they're not they, gonna be there. They're not going to be there. Yeah. Carey Price, Mark Andre Fleury. That was probably Fleury's last chance. He's not oh, going to go. Yeah. Like that sinks. Uh, like I, I don't know. That. And I and I kind of feel hella luck to an extent because 
he's kind of ran the show for the last three or four years, and this was going to be his team. And that's nothing against Sean Gibson, but it's just like oh, what Hellbuck's the a good problem. It's a good problem to have. Yeah. So, I mean, with what Spencer Knight's doing right now, I wouldn't be too worried if I'm Hellbuck. So, and, well, I guess I guess <laughs> I guess Demko, but. You, yeah. Oh, you're right about that. I didn't even think about that Demko. Yeah, but even then, like uh-huh. those guys got to put a string together at least a good few years, and that's well, even just exactly. Well, they got and time we talked now, about so. Hellebuck. Like, goalies, goalies don't age like forwards and defensemen do, like skaters. And well, Hellebuck, the way he is, like some goalies, even you know, we know get better with age. Look at Corey Crawford; that guy just got better and better. Yeah. So yeah, look I, at look at Hellebuck, man. Maybe he'll maybe he'll do the same thing. The other so. thing that I want to find that's curious. So I know they had a clause in their contract, like the NHL Players Association and everyone with like their new CBA, if there was a case like this from the back out of the Olympics. But I know them going to the Olympics was a giant bargaining point in that CBA. So <clears throat> I would have to think either they're really going to try to make this all-star game not a snooze fest, which I hope they do. Because, yeah, like, in Vegas. You, can't, you really you have can't no other choice up. now, yeah. honestly. Like, you better make this all-star game watchable, for God's sake. And honestly, since ESPN's running it, like, easiest way to do that, fucking make fantasy teams. Make them pick their teams. I don't want to see the division teams again. I'm sorry, I'm tired. I want to see Austin Matthews play with McDavid. God damn it. Like, how hard is that to ask for? I want to see Sidney Crosby play with Patrick Kane. Like, come on. Yeah, like, yeah. I want to see Matthews play with science. Kane if I can't do it. Science, guys, and they make it out to be rocket science every single year. Yeah, but no, we need team representation, so Thomas Shabbat's got to go. Like, yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> God, see, at least see Team North, like yeah. North America versus Team Rest of the World, like they did like back then. Like, just seriously, yes. right now. Oh my God, like the NBA does like the rookies versus the sophomores. Like, you could do something like that. That would be fun. Like, oh, oh yeah. my God. It, in my opinion, the All Star Game's got to be good, and you. Have to start trying to come up with a World Cup of Hockey or something because you need some sort of international play. Because you cannot go this generation without Crosby and McDavid on the ice together. You cannot go this generation without Kane and Matthews on the ice together. You cannot go without Kucherov and Ovechkin on the ice together. Like there's so many generational talents. Like you, you can't do it with. You can't skip on this. And that that's on Batman and them to come up with another tournament and not make it. Team Europe this time, like a bunch yeah. of losers. I was going to say, like, I that, promise you, no one cares about Team Europe. That's not. Uh, like, I'd rather have their own uh, countries represented. Need this more than anybody, wouldn't he? Because this guy was it? Yeah, two Olympics in a row. He's got uh, three lockouts under his belt. You got to think. I would obviously that the seat's not getting hot, but so you got to you know get into a you know gooder graces. Um, yeah, nah, I, I think that, that seat still got icicles on it, Jimmy. It's it's never going to heat up. Trust me. Oh, it's not going to heat out, up. I just think. Oh no 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 no! I don't I don't think he's in any hot seat. More that just uh, more between him and uh, players, owners, all that. I would think that uh, you know after losing the Olympics, it, it, 2020, we probably get a World Cup. You know, four years after the last one. They have to, well, right? That, like, if they do 2024, that'll be eight years since the last one still. Oh, I think. Sorry, no, my brain is, yeah, I'm a walk. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. 2023, 24. Yeah, but we, we're we going to, we have to see something. Like, there has to be something. You could like legitimately, you yeah, you could fast track one for 2023 I, in my eyes, I think. 
Yeah. Can't do it this year, I don't think. No. Or yeah, like in 2022. Like a year or 18 months to plan it or something like that. Yeah, if you start, start planning now, it right now. Yeah, start, start right now. You can get a tournament done in like August 2023. Fall, yeah, like fall of 2023, something before that. Like exactly. Starts, like they did last time. And I guarantee you the players would be on board. Like if you get pitched the same thing, I know it's not the same winning a like a like a cup that doesn't mean much instead of a medal for your country but like that's something at least you know to represent your country i don't know exactly like, nothing nothing's gonna ever top the olympics though no and schmitty you bring up like i don't i don't want team europe i don't want to see team europe i i think denmark made the olympics for the first time or something as a a hockey team like as a hockey team for the olympics and they had guy. They would have had like Frederick Anderson, Nikolai Ehlers, Oliver Bjorkstrand. I'm pretty sure I'm missing a couple other players. I want to see. Te- I want to see Team Denmark in the play the World Cup of Hockey again. Like, yeah. it doesn't mean as much as the Olympics, but just to be able to represent your country like that, especially if you're a smaller country like Denmark, I think that would be so cool. And guys like Frederick Anderson, maybe uh, Ehlers and Bjorkstrand will be around for the next Olympics if they are. But Frederick Anderson, there's probably a good chance there is, and so just. Let these guys like Kopitar on Slovenia. I don't think they're going to be in the Olympics anyways, but just give him one last chance to represent his country. I don't know. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, they they got it. They got to get a World Cup of Hockey sometime within the next couple of years because they need they need something to make up for no Olympics for. Yeah, it'll be it'll be twelve years between the two of them. Because you got to think like the players are history right oh, now definitely because not only did they have to pay the owners in the offseason i'm pretty sure like and, yeah like yeah, I, they're still in like, debt to them i don't think i was about to say yeah i'm so pretty like, sure they had to pay the owners in the offseason yeah. now they don't get their what they asked for and they're part of the contract like <sighs> these cba meetings that are coming up in a year or two or whatever are gonna suck like they are not gonna be fun that's all i'm gonna say like yeah they're getting revenue right now but uh, morale is low. Let's just yeah. put it that way. Yeah. Oh God, I I hate the fucking relationship between the owners and the players in this this league. It's goddamn. Well, what do we see at Gary Bettman? He's a dartboard for the owners or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, as soon as you bills. said that, Schmitty, about them paying, it's like I can feel my eye twitch. Once again, there's get another another way the players are getting fucked over when it comes to yeah. financial. You side gotta pay things, millions but... so you can make billions that's basically what's happening right now yeah whatever unfortunately they're not the ones making the billions usually that's my only frustration but again like what the fuck can i do it's just that's just how it goes um yeah pierce where to next um yeah i just like the Uh, again don't want to talk about COVID, but i just kind of want to touch on the brief pause of the season and (laughs) yeah that little chestnut right Um, no, you're fine. Man. Again, I'm not like an expert on COVID or anything. I just do my job. I do my part and uh, follow the rules. And I only listen to Alex Jones Alex and Joe Jones. Rogan. I listen and J. Jordan Jameson. I watch, I watch Turning Point USA for my facts. Anyways. By the way, uh, this Justin, uh, Nikola Vucevic of the Bulls says that Spider-Man No Way Home is... Oh, here's the tweet. Hashtag Spider-Man No Way Home is so good. I'll even say top five MCU movies of all time. Oh, well. Uh... Can we get sources def- on that? I definitely got to see that now because, uh, again, just being off COVID protocol. Gotta... Oh, for sure, dude. You got to get back into the game, you know. Just, uh, you know, start doing little things and uh, just uh, just the little things. Uh, get the bucks in deep and uh, play folks again. Uh, yeah, but exactly. um, 
there's it's 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 inevitable that something like that again that was gonna happen just seeing all the cases go up like in canada it's really bad right now um we're, we're back on lockdown again and like i've noticed i've seen that for ontario and here in alberta it sucks right now but i think the nhl they they found a way in 2020 in the bubble to get it done they're definitely gonna have to implement more strict measures to make sure like the people that get uh positive tests go down and the people that go into COVID protocol go down as well. They're they're gonna find a way to finish the season. It's gonna be compressed. I think I saw something like Boston has only twenty six games played, so they got like fifty six. Oh. <laughs> Jimmy, that text. <laughs> uh, fifty. They still got like fifty six games to finish. I think in like what is it three four months or something. Like it's gonna it's gonna be yeah. jam packed. But they're. I, I'm confident they'll find a way to get it done because again, 2020 they got it done. 2021 they pulled it off. And I don't think there's no not like a reason to think that they don't pull it off again this year. There's going to be obviously the bumps in the road, but hopefully again, I'm just hoping that people that are in a COVID protocol or have COVID, hopefully they're doing well right now. And I know a big thing was that uh, like if you tested positive or in COVID protocol and like you were like if you're in Canada and your team plays in the U.S. or whatever, vice versa, like you would have trouble getting home for Christmas. So hopefully all that worked out from what I've seen. So, yeah, I don't know if you guys have anything else to add on that. It's COVID. Again, you can look this shit up yourself. I don't want to talk about it, but it, it's, it's hard not to touch on it. I was just going to say there's a reason there's a three-week time jump where they can just – make up all these games and if they have to there there's going to be a situation where a lot of these teams are going to have more back-to-backs than they like but mm, i dude, feel like chicago that's just what's going to have like to happen four games three or four games canceled i think oh chicago's gonna get more too i think because mm-hmm. if you look at when they come back they're playing two teams that are already in like are already complete they were shut down for covid prior who do they, who do they play next I don't, I don't they play Columbus, who was already shut down, and then I know they go to Winnipeg, so I don't even think they can go out of the country right now. Like, I don't think they want to risk that. They probably will, but you know what I mean? Like, there's a legitimate chance they don't play another game until, like, the 30th. So, that's all I'm going to say. It feels like it's been forever since the NHL game has been played, even though it's been, like, a couple of days. It's been, like, yeah, it's Guys, been, like, five days. let's let Seth Jones run the schedule. Let's go to Canada. Um, yeah, I think the only game – that was played on Tuesday was Tampa versus Vegas. And then the rest was just canceled. Then John Cooper got COVID. But I, don't, I don't remember what I was going to say, but <laughs> let's, yeah, let's just get off that topic. I, I completely forgot what I was going to say anyways. Um, I kind of want to do a recap of the first 30 games of the Blackhawks. Again, it feels like forever since the season started, even though it's been only just like two and a half months or so, but just, so much heavy news, obviously, with the organization just on and off the ice stuff. And I want to bring up Kyle Beach. He got the they got the settlement done. Uh, good thing. Hopefully, like hopefully he got as many like as much money as he wanted. And obviously, money isn't going to heal all. Like I think the biggest thing is that yeah. that everyone knows that he has that he has our love and support, and that whatever whatever he wants to do, he can do, man, because he deserves it. Yeah, seriously. Um. And hopefully the same for John Doe, too. I haven't seen anything about that, but still. Uh, They're working on it love and, love and support for him as well. Um, yeah, first game, 30 games of the Blackhawks. 
season. I actually don't remember the record to be honest. I'm gonna quickly look that up. I think they're like eleven, sixteen, and four, something yeah, like that. Eleven, fifteen, and four. Still ways one off. I, <laughs> um, yeah, math's a I don't envision them making the playoffs. We'll, we'll kind of get into this. We're gonna do like predictions for 2022 in the NHL. Eleven yeah, wins. That start was so bad. <laughs> But, I was gonna. I was gonna say the Hawks' season is literally a tale of two halves. Like that's that's all you can really say. Because I'm sorry, that first twelve games fucked them so hard. Oh, if they you made can't... even a coaching change, like at least like a few games, like after that first road trip. If you make it after they got fucking waxed by the Red Wings that Sunday, which is when they should have made it, or after they. I'm sorry. You make you make that move six games in. You don't wait twelve games, and that's this team's facing the consequences. Because God bless Derek King and Mark Crawford. They have changed the defense entirely over the they're last like 15, the, 20 games. Like at the top of the league for of, in everything. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually it, uh, insane. Like the offense, every like, I, and the offense. I feel like everyone's starting to heat up a little bit. It's just like you're digging it out of a colossal hole. It's just like. You're never going to get out of it. Let me paint a picture here. So I believe they had four points in their first 12 games. If they go six and six, they get half the points they're there, just 500. They get eight more points. Right now, they would be just outside the top four. Just if you just go 500 those first 12 games. Fifths and butts for candy and nuts. Oh, I know. We I, know. I guess just to show how fucking horrendous that start yeah, put and we them back. You know? The importance to how important it was to get off to a good start this year, especially in a wide open division right like that. Need to drum on that one. <laughs> they have well, they have ten they have ten wins in their next eighteen games after the coaching change too. So they're over five hundred. Which mean, is they fine. Have, yeah. Yeah, like that's good. Like that's it's it's just so it's just crazy to watch this team for under Derek King and then look back and go, oh, they're not even sniffing. They're not even looking at playoffs right now just for how unbelievably bad that start was. But uh, like you said, it's really ifs and buts and uh, could have, should have, would have. It's just so weird with this team too because it really is a tale two like two halves because under Colleton, their special teams are really good and now under King, their special teams are subpar. And I just don't know what changed over. Like, clearly, the power play, they see more film. And the penalty kill, they see more film. But, like, in terms of adjustments, I like, the adjustments they're making are just nauseating. Like, the power play started to heat up a little bit, like, before the pause. Um, I, like, I can't remember how many games they had goals in. But they had a couple. And it's just like, all right, we need to, like, they just, like... I just wish there was, like, a way where... They, can they just be good at both things at once, please? Like, just have a middle-of-the-pack power play, a penalty kill, and just top 10 in defense and, like, middle-of-the-pack offense. That'll win you more games than you lose. It's, and, and it's funny because one doesn't have to affect the other, right? No. No. It's not mutually exclusive. Like, yeah. Both at once. I yeah, know. all you have to do, like, I mean, it could just be, I mean, I don't know. The, the way... Derek King has set up the power play. I haven't been able to watch as many games during his ten years so far, but um, I haven't really liked what I've seen in terms of who he employs in general. I mean, that top unit is that top unit, but the Carpenter thing, which yeah, bled over from Colleton, but that Carpenter thing—is he still on there? I, no, I get he hasn't done that in weeks. It, the problem is he just like okay, he rotates the wrong guys in. So like, 
Yeah. The the whole thing that made the power play work before was Jones came to bring he took Jones off immediately and put Gustafson on there, which is fine at times, but like Gus hasn't been as offensively flashy as he's been in the previous years, which is fine. I'd rather have he's him be better defensively. Yeah. I'll exactly. take a defensively good Gustafson, yeah. We exactly. All. <laughs> but it's just like the second unit, they get set up and nothing looks open ever. Like Kublik looks lost in a spot. Kublik, I don't even think has sniffed the first unit, which makes no sense in my eyes. Um, don't understand that whatsoever. More time to like build up his offensive numbers and give him more confidence. It's whatever. I don't. It's... I don't get it. That that organization, for whatever this organization, for whatever reason, just hasn't been like a huge fan of Kublik, even though he got like thirty goals and was on pace to score thirty last year. Yeah, it's. It kind of seems to run past the coaching, doesn't it? Like, it it's very confusing. I honestly I, I, think it's just because he doesn't play defense, and that is very noticeable sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't. A perfect player, but. No, but the problem is they already got a player like that, and you can't have two players like that. And until Kubelik scores at the rate Kane does. No you're fun. not going to get as much slack as Kane does. That's just that's just the way it is at the end of the day. Kubelik was scoring at that high rate. I doubt the coaches would yeah. be harping on no. this much. I was going to say, if Kubelik Same as Trump. If Kubelik can else, be what... What else do you bring besides the offense? Exactly. Yeah. That's why Hagel was so good. <laughs> Hagel is, yeah. like, at the top of the league in terms of, like, just driving play. It's ridiculous how good he is yeah. and how good of a contract. We all talked about this when he was in the AHL, about how, like... This guy is a good you know, play driver. He can be something in the NHL. But I don't think anybody ever expected this. I mean, it's fucking crazy. And uh, I've I really liked what Mackenzie Entwistle brings to the table. Like, he's he should not be sent down for the rest of the year. Um, he's been fantastic in that bottom six. And when he's gotten chances with Taves, he's looked good. Taves and Doc have started to heat up a little bit lately, which is nice to see. Um Doc especially, I th- well, like Taves has like really been heating up because he's starting to score. But I, I really think it's gone under the radar how good Doc's been possession wise under Derek King. Yeah, he's like, like he is positive in all stats, like above fifty. Yeah, and he hasn't been like that for his whole career, so that's a huge step. And he's I being. Pierce wrote an article on Kirby Doc uh, for the Blackhawk update. Yes, I, I just want to plug that <laughs> there. Sorry, Schmidt, you can go on. I've been oh, so yeah, sick. Plug I this. completely forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, it, a, you guys were talking about Doc. That came host. up in my head, and I'm like, I'm like, I can't believe this is your first Blackhawk up. Uh, I know. I completely podcast. forgot about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, Schmidt, you were talking about Doc. I, I'm sorry. I just no, uh, you're good. Uh, that that, that was just like way to plug. I don't know that. The <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I was just gonna say the thing. The last thing with the Hawks forward group right now is it's like yeah, they may not be scoring like four goal, three four goals a game, but they it, it's almost like a next man up type of thing. Like yeah, you may not have a guy scoring besides DeBrinket scoring like every game, but you know like last game I'm pretty sure it was Kubalik, Strom, and was it DeBrinket? I think yeah, I think it was DeBrinket. So that's like three people, and then the net like the game before that it was Doc and Taves, and then the game before that it was like Caleb Jones and all these other people. Like we're getting goals from all up and down the lineup, which is nice to see. And um, if they continue that, you'll win more games than you lose. So and that's that's the thing they're playing really good five on five. Like most of their offense is five on five. They haven't allowed much goals on 5 on 5 they're just getting killed in special teams right now yep. i forget which game it was but like they had a chance Toronto. to 
yeah, everything just blends together now, and it seems like it's been forever where they just have so much, like the, all these power play opportunities they can't capitalize, and then they'll allow like two power play goals on like four attempt, like four kills or whatever, and that that needs to change because if they can get that fixed, like I don't expect this team to make the playoffs again, but <laughs> at this point, I'm just like hoping that this that that Columbus pick isn't a top ten pick. Like if they can somehow get out of that, I'll be happy, you know. And that's kind of the nice thing is, like, they don't have a first-round pick this year unless it's lottery protected. And so we can kind of just enjoy the ones without being like, oh, that'll hurt our lottery chances or whatever. We kind of want that to happen this year. So Already smoking mirrors if we get a pick this year anyway. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, they don't have a first – they won't have a first-round pick for next year then if they get one this yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't know about y'all, but if this team's looking like they are now, I'd rather keep that Bedard pick. So <laughs> – I don't know. Um, January wouldn't be bad, but and and I guess the good thing with the Hawks right now is they got another fifty-two games, so you yeah. can. I mean, you win like the you. It, let's say you win like fifteen the next twenty-five, which is sounds like a lot, and it is, but like that you can gain can a lot of ground in the standings if they can figure out their special teams it's not out of the question hey listen they got two weeks to figure out their special teams right now basically like they haven't played since last saturday if that power play coach hasn't been in the film room all week i don't know what he's doing like, i'm serious <laughs> and and that's honestly it's the penalty kill too because the penalty kill has been abysmal lately they just and and it's not even the penalty kill it's the discipline yeah, they are taking some of the worst penalties I've seen all year. Like we're getting like we're getting bench miners at the rate we used to with Colleton, and I don't like that. No. Like delay game penalties, like just stuff that. Oh, it's it's really bad mental errors. What is like, the, what is the saying? You can't kill the man. You can kill the man, but you can't kill the idea. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Stupid penalties still even under new coaching. This happened yeah. in Quinville too. Well, too many men happen all the time, all the time. It was a running joke with the team for a few years. Yeah, yeah and well, like the... it was like the ha ha ha. This is our weak spot, even though three cups. Ha ha. Yeah, seriously. And and the only other thing with their like the penalty kill right now, this is just them drawing penalties. I'd say. At least the last like five or six games or so, they really start to draw those penalties when they just lose a step going into the offensive zone. Like, let's say, like I think in the Capitals game, this happened a couple times, and in the Stars game, like this, they would get numbers coming on like a three on two. Someone trailing would hook or something or slash or something, and then they get stuck in their zone for another minute thirty. Their penalty killers are tired. They have to throw new penalty killers out there, and like when the penalty kill hasn't even begun yet, and it's yeah. just like you're gassing out your entire penalty kill before you can even get them on the ice for the actual penalty kill. And I just, I don't know. I know it's discipline at the end of the day, but it's, I'd rather complain and about this than, too, it feels like, Oh, timeliness. is just like, yeah. what the fuck? Poor Lankin. And also like, God bless him. He has gotten the worst hand of starts I have yeah. ever seen. The Leafs game. I think that's the first one I'm thinking of. He wasn't great that game either, but still. Jimmy, he played that. three games. God. He played two games before, like in the span of like, uh, like I'm pretty sure in Derek King's tenure, he only had like three games before like he's last played, week. He played and like yeah. he played against Edmonton on that Blues, and he played against. Yeah. yeah, he's played. He's he's gotten like the shit end of the stick on half of his, sh- on almost all of the starts this year. So yeah, 
Dallas game too. I know I have to take away from how great Fuller has been. Like, yeah, but definitely, I feel like they gave him the easier end of a lot of those back-to-backs. Yeah, 100%. So, even though he did get, like, a 40-save shot against Vancouver, so. (laughs) It's true. Um, anyways, I don't know. Do you guys have anything more else? Uh, anything uh, more else to add? Well, I think that's really about it for the team. Yeah. Um, also, Seth Jones should win the Norris. We all know that. I guess I should keep beating no, that. Like, honestly, he's been like, really, <laughs> really good under Derek King. Like his stats are like actually. Oh yeah, jokes he, aside, he is. Uh, he is. He he's probably been you can, He's been the most consistent player this season. Him and like Hagel and. Yeah, I'd say so. Drive and play and stuff. Obviously, he had that really rough start. Well, uh, I feel like everyone did. Yeah, it's hard to. Come on. Like, I feel like you just gotta look at the stats from like when Derek King was was hired because those first twelve games don't count. Like that that was awful. And again, that goes back when it'd be nice if it was only like a few games instead of twelve games because. 12 games isn't a lot, but when you're in a division that close, when it's, like, and points like that matter that that much early on, like, a few games could have made such a huge difference right there. Anyways, um, I just want to get on to the World Juniors quickly. Uh, I think Blackhawks have four prospects in the tournament. Uh, Michael Krutel plays for the Czech Republic, and then they have three uh players on Team USA, uh, Leonard Slagert, who is one of the alternates, and uh, Drew Camesso, who's going to be the starting goalie for them, and uh, Wyatt Kaiser, who's on the defense. So, um, Cool. I, I saw Carolina had 10 players, which, it's got to be like, a, like that's crazy. And, and their never, team is a contender. They're going to not be good. Like, mm-hmm. they're going to pump out talent for the next decade. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping this is where the Blackhawks get to, where they just draft someone like so many good prospects that they're that they're on all these teams. And obviously, that's not an indica- like the complete end all be all of like uh, oh you got a good prospect pool. But you just look at Carolina; they can they have like one of the deepest prospect pools in the NHL, and they consistently swing for upside. So that's why I'm hoping the Blackhawks can do for the future. Um, Next thing I want to get on to, uh, Zach Sineshin has requested to trade in Boston, which is so funny. Yeah. I don't know who that is. I forget who that is. Quite <laughs> honestly. Should have been Kyle Connor. Or Matt <laughs> yeah. Or Thomas yes. Dubois, yes. Or Sebastian. Yeah, I, was, I think I was watching Arrested Development yesterday, and I my phone phone goes off, and I look at it, uh, and see Zach Sineshin is requested to trade, and I'm like, okay, slow news day. <laughs> It's the break. See, if it was like, <laughs> if this was anyone else, like it would not be news. And Saxon Eschen really hasn't done much, but it's just the fact that he was in that draft. He was part of those three draft picks. Poor guy. And, and to just to add insult to the wound, Jacob Zaboro, who was part of those first round picks as well, he's out for the rest of the season with an injury. Oh, and Don Brusque is the other one, right? That's still yeah. Don Sweeney. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's tough. That was like one of his first goes too. Yeah, you better count his blessings for Charlie McAvoy and David Pasternak. Holy crap! (laughs) Oh my gosh! Yeah, kind of pisses me off that they're this good and they just completely missed on. Hey, remember though, Bruce Cassidy's bad though. So I. Yeah, please, Bruce Cassidy. Please, Bruce Cassidy and Barry Trotz. Terrible. Fire (laughs) him. 
we need to keep they this narrative both going. Come coaching on. Coaching each other, facing each other, coaching in the second round or anything last year. No. Bruins yeah, listen, I know. Bruce Cassidy, fire Bruce Cassidy. I would love Barry Trotz, but I do not know how I feel about that. Did he? Okay. I'm like, we touched touch on this. It's been a, been a minute since we recorded. Um, The Islanders situation. Did Barry uh, Trotz not, like, was that a bold-faced lie? Pretty sure. The, uh, if the Islanders' Twitter has to officially come out and say he lied, I would think so. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, God. Um, Or if I did, I forget. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I want that uh, in the Hawks organization. Yeah, They've already got enough uh, red flags. Honesty. Yeah. We need Bruce yeah, we Cassidy. need honesty in telling people who tell people to shut up, like John Tortorella. That's what I think. That's you're so right. <laughs> um, Those plays are not good for the yeah. game. I prefer old time hockey where we kick God. each other's head off, just like in the Coliseum and the Roman. I game. prefer head trauma. Yes. You know, I like the thing where they had, you know, they would have the kids fight to the death for entertainment. I think that really just, you know, it just, it gives the culture that the sport needs, you know, this, uh, you know, do or die mentality. I think they should do that between intermissions, actually. Let's implement that. I think that's entertaining. I think they should. Uh, that just... silence afterwards was so bad. Holy I, I too also love the dead puck era. <laughs> I love the New yes. Jersey Devils. I like the Spartan days. New Jersey yeah. Devils. That's my favorite. Man, I bet. I bet John Tortorella fucking loves Guy Boucher. <laughs> <laughs> bet he loves him. Bet he loves him because he runs that trap. Oh my freaking god! Sometimes I I think about the fact that. Sometimes I think about the fact that he literally told the best player in the world that he needs to become friends with referees. That's the a best real player in the world needs to uh, test negative for COVID. <laughs> oh, true. Is he? Is he in COVID protocol? Yeah, and apparently he got some oh, girl positive of COVID, and then she oh. exposed him on TikTok. I don't know if you guys saw that article a couple, like I think it was last week where uh, there was a report that said like even someone that would be considered the star of the league is breaking COVID protocols and everyone was like, oh, it's probably Patrick Kane. No, it's Connor McDavid, guys. Oh, I, saw that. I yeah, did not see It's that. Connor McDavid. Like, turn off your fucking blinders. They're all hockey players. They're Jesus. all, yeah, seriously. They don't give a shit about you kind of or anyone else. about like the COVID-19 protocols, it's like, yeah, even if you stop the season, what are these players going to do? They're going to go out and do other stuff, you know? They're yeah. Gonna, if They're going to hang out with their family. They're going to go out maybe party if they can. It's yeah, just, it, uh, It's bullshit, there was honestly. What? Who was, uh, was it, who was it that had to defend their team saying that they weren't going to bars? I don't remember. <sighs> Shit, I think it, okay, then scratch, I think it was, uh, it was one of the Jets players. Are you talking about? No, I don't remember. I, I was no, thinking maybe, about, like... I didn't hear that story. Yeah. No, I... Okay, maybe this is... Oh, my God, wait. No, never mind. Never mind. Go on, sorry. I, my brain is, I, again, taking a No, while. Pierce, I agree with you. They they were talking about that on the Steve Dangle podcast of how, uh, if anything, the owners wanted to keep the season going anyway, just because that would keep the players from doing what you said and going to, like, restaurants and hanging out with a bunch of people and stuff. And I... The only way I feel like this is going to get fixed is they're going to have to go back. Like, I think we talked about earlier, like, strict protocols. Yeah, they're like going to have to wear masks everywhere. Bubble situation. Like, it. they're going to, like, taxi squads are going to come back, which sucks in yeah. my opinion. But it's going to have to oh, happen. Oh, yeah. 
Like, it's going to have to happen at this point. They can't have cases where six natural predators go on COVID protocol and they still got to play a fucking back-to-back. Yeah, and then they cancel the game, like, the like, next what game. was that? What was that? Oh, yeah, we're going to play the Blackhawks and then we're going to cancel them because of COVID the next day. Like, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Did and then the Han goes on COVID was protocol. It, um, Colorado, they had the option to, uh, to uh, like, not play. I forget which team it was. Yeah, it was Colorado. But yeah, I know it was Colorado. But oh, against Nashville, it was the night before. Nashville, it was the night before. Yeah, and they had the chance to not play the game. They still played, and then I think it was Florida. Anthony Duclair said that they didn't have the option as well. And I remember this quote from Lindy Ruff, like a few like a few days before that. Um, he's like, "Oh, these guys are just gonna play through all this. It's just like a fluke, something to that effect. It's just no." But it doesn't matter. Fucking idiot. No wonder your teams like. They're Wait, a year. Lindy Ruff almost, said that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Lindy Ruff of the New Jersey Devils would have won one game in the last month. Yeah. yeah. Looks good on you, Lindy. You fucking dipshit. Jesus Christ. It's You're somehow making Dougie Hamilton not look competent. Looks good on you. Like, what? We're two years into this, man. We're two, almost two years into this whole thing, and we still have people saying, Dude, we're, we're like, don't. Don't NHL fans don't ever don't ever hope that these people are going to be any different, unless there is a walloping, incredible revolution of uh, of anything in the next twenty years with the NHL. Like the, there's just it's going to be like this. They're fucking idiots. They're rich. They're, they're rich old white, white idiots. Like, they, yeah. Come on. And I'm not trying to be that. Like I don't want to come off as that person. But this is something that we all know has been a thing for a while. It's hockey. Like, stop talking about your oo-woos and your favorite NHL stand players. You can love them as players. They are not good human beings. Most likely. 90% chance or 99% chance that the player you like is a total dipshit in his own life. Like, th- this is ridiculous. What Sorry. Is, Let's just get off that. I don't want to talk about Lindy Ruff's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> what's the saying? Never meet your heroes, I think. I don't know. But, yeah, well, um, if they're NHL players specifically, yeah, anyway, especially, yeah, like if the, if people. you got a couple of players in code protocol, I feel like yeah, whatever. But like when it's getting that bad for Nashville, when you're missing like half the team, okay, maybe cancel that. Especially since they did yeah. for Calgary, like yeah, save the Hawks some embarrassment. They lost to a team with eight guys in protocol. The fuck, man? Yeah, are we surprised? I was I was told, I'm honestly surprised that they got the point because they didn't even deserve that. But uh, oh, they looked like shit. And 19 shots against a team with eight guys on it, like on COVID protocol. You don't deserve to win that game, or even be in it at all. So yeah. looks good on you. Looks, looks good fucking good on, on you. Okay. Ugh. At least they swept the Capitals. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. I love watching Capitals fans complain. <laughs> So like, hey, man, any team that employs Tom Wilson. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. A, that's a good point you made there. Also, on the note of recent like Hawks games, I don't condone anything Brett Con- Like The fact that people oh, are defending yeah. that Brett Connolly hit Ooh, is ridiculous. He stopped. He stopped That's going to be, the worst. That's be the worst hit of the season, and that's saying something. And I don't care if he was shaken up in the locker room and didn't mean it. No shit. Like, if you didn't mean it, it doesn't matter. You just don't fucking do that. Like, oh my god. I just. Yeah, Pierce, on that note. He didn't even have, like, the the puck wasn't even close to Tanner Carroll. Like, I. 
Um, yeah, Pierce, can I just like give a little little like note to Leafs fan? Any but any Leaf fan that listens to this, like yeah. the, Leafs. The Spets, Let's the make this his... about the Leafs. Well, yes, I no because because I've seen people go, oh, this Spets against this, and Brett Connolly gets. Oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> never mind. Now this no, is now not I know why. Pierce. No, Pierce, I, I understand. <laughs> Pierce, I understand. I understand. It is it off the top of your head. It is the worst. That Spezza hit is worse than most hits I've ever oh, yes, seen. That's true. Oh, the Spezza so hit I just true. need to put that there because I've seen too many Leafs fans def- I like, the worst, the making that, that comparison. No, thank you. It's retaliatory. Yeah, it's retaliatory, and the fact that he didn't even have a fucking stick and just threw a knee into someone's head. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sorry, like you're, man, man, yeah. man, no, man, man, Spezza man. Deserves his but he's never done anything like yeah. that in his career before. It doesn't fucking matter. So he that, did it there. So that gives him a pass to give him brain trauma. Like, okay, God. yeah, like, yeah, Pierce. I actually uh, the other that? day, Pierce, this one guy cut me off in traffic. I went up to his car and I punched him straight in the face. It's that the first is... time I've ever done something like that. But you know, that's very. You know what? That's a great idea. You should have uh, like hit your car from to the back of his car and caused an accident. Oh, I think that easily. would be great too. Yeah. No, what happened again though was I actually hit him again and then when I got my six months in jail, I fucking appealed it and I got four months in jail because oh, I'm on. a good noodle. Yeah, I've he actually wasn't com- he didn't have uh I'm a dad. I have kids. I've, you know, fucking played a thousand games in the NHL. Like it doesn't (laughs) excuse you being a fucking buffoon on the ice. And just like it doesn't excuse Brett Conley for turning his brain off and almost Yeah, I don't want to get away from the fact Brett Conley's a fucking the same type of thing. Like and if you can't see that and you still have your blinders on for Spezza, then I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know. I, and, and then you could go to the Pionk hit all you want. It doesn't matter. At least Pionk, he, like, said he felt bad for set. What the – like, Spezza, like, hit – again, hit a guy with no stick, no nothing, like, right to the head, like, rushed at him, and he gets a suspension appeal, and Lee Sounds are like, no, we support Jason Spezza. He's never done anything. They should each get 15 games. They should each get 15 games. If not twenty, oh, in a league so that actually understands what it's I'm doing, I'm not saying six games in the first place. Like, yeah, but that that is those are the kind of hits that should be getting ten plus at least. Just stupid, complete intent to injure. Like, there should just be no tolerance. no intent to play the puck or anything. There, it is not a hockey play. It is a play to injure. That should be at least ten plus games. That. It's ridiculous. That's um, dumb. So, yeah. I'm pretty sure automatic, uh, hitting a ref automatically gives you at least 10 games. Because oh, yeah, of yeah, precious feelings, Pierce. Yeah, we got to protect these Come little on. babies. Come on now. Yeah. yeah. We, we need to protect the refs that won't protect be the grateful. Come on. You know, sometimes they make the right call for you, okay? You That's have to right. be nice to them. You have to be their friend. You know, you know, a wise man once told me you have to be friends to these guys because they're soft little fucking Girl Scouts. And if you fucking <laughs> knock them the wrong way, they'll go home and shit their pants and cry because they are fucking toddlers and they don't know how to fucking comprehend getting told to fuck off because they don't know how to fucking call the game. Like, I'm sorry, refs are the biggest fucking babies on the planet. It's <laughs> I mean, yeah, you say that. Thing. Right. It's the saddest thing. Holy shit. Like, yeah, you make pretty... the wrong calls and then cry in a corner when people tell you you did the wrong thing. And then you openly come out the next day and go, oh, yeah, well, if we did the wrong thing, I hope you could forgive me. And then Tim Peel comes out and he's like, I'm going to defend my guys even though I got fired for being a fucking hack, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Guys, Sorry. let's listen to Tim Peel's opinions on these things, guys. Yeah, I want to listen to the guy who literally said, I'm going to call a makeup call in about five seconds. Like, fuck you. <laughs> like, fuck I you. can't believe that exists. Like, I can't believe that actually happened. I want to get Nashville the for saddest one, so. <laughs> It's the saddest sport. The referee, like, it's, it's, I can't wait for the day I, where I can love this sport. I can't, yeah, like, I can't wait for little things to be fixed. The referee thing, man, that's going to take so long, yeah. That's going to take at least a decade. And that's if they start to work on it, which clearly they're not there. Like, it's sad because, listen, we use Twitter, we, we use Twitter, there's Instagram, where you can talk on those things all you want. Like, that's a small, small percentage of the people they listen to. We're not the people voting with our wallets. They don't give a flying shit. They really don't. It's all about the money, money, yeah. money. But I mean, okay, anyone, anyone listening to this knows that. So, what am I even saying? So, Pierce, you want to get to uh, Twitter questions? Yo, I'll, like at least if refs like came out and like did press conferences, I'd be like, okay. But no, they have to protect, like baby them, like again, like. Do, like do, do I'm gonna start them. standing NHL little referees. babies. Yeah. Can't hurt them. Wait, 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 did you see you're gonna start standing NHL? Referees? I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand an NHL referee. Oh if we God. can do it for West NHL McCauley. players, if NHL players can be dipshits and get stand, then NHL referees can do it too. Wes McCauley's perfect, McCauley. so he's the only good referee ever in the history of referees. So. What are when he? <laughs> I wonder when he gets in a fucking argument with his wife. He just fucking leaves the room and goes, Five minutes for fighting! (laughs) (laughs) I hate the the NHL sometimes, man. Like, oh my god. I woke up extra early. Like, I'm so seriously. No, literally this podcast, half of it is literally, I woke up and my hatred fuels me. What was... There was that tweet? Hold up. There's... (laughs) This is completely unrelated to hockey, but anybody, everybody knows That's what, what the fuck is. Spider-Man is. So I need to read this tweet. It's so goddamn funny. Ant-Man? Ant-Man. Oh, let me find it. Um, yeah, I only watch Ant-Man. Sorry. Oh, you're you're right, actually. That's the only good movie. Um, Where is this yeah. thing? <laughs> the fucking... Uh, Dylan, you know what I'm talking about. The goddamn uh, Green Goblin thing, <laughs> The man, Nor- this man Norman Osborn, woke up in a different universe and immediately oh, yeah. started some shit and started ruining some kid's life. That's my the hater. <laughs> literally, dude, literally the king hater. He's hater really of a, a villain to be a villain. I respect the hell out of that. Bro, he James Jonah Jameson and Norman Osborn are literally the ultimate haters of like all time. Jameson, you slime. Who's the photographer <laughs> that takes the pictures of Spider Man? Oh, I don't know. I could squash you, you like, like a, a bug. bug. <laughs> <laughs> hey, zip it. Let mom and dad do the talking. Oh my god! Some of the some of the, some of the dialogue in that, and like the the, the rabbit trilogy, it's so corny. I just love it. Pierce, I'll give you one. I'll give you like this is the biggest. Um, I guess this is the biggest thing I could sell you on, uh, oh, or sell you on No Way Home for it. No, 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 it's not that. It's not that. Oh. There are scenes. There are scenes full of dialogue and comedy that actually, like, actually, like, are up there with the rainy shit. Up there with the new, the fucking Daily Bugle shit. So, like, I genuinely mean that. As someone who thinks that that's some of the best, like, comedy and blockbuster movies and the Raimi movies, it's up there. Like, it's genuinely fucking funny. So, I, I know you're going to be, uh, 
I know you're just going to be having a hoot and a holler out there, dude. A hoot and a holler and a slap on the knee. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, yes. Twitter questions. Uh, these first two are from my good pal Tanner. Um, good pal First Tanner. one being is, who is the most likely team to pull a 2019 St. Louis Blues in 2022? Chicago Blackhawks. Next question. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, I have my answer. Me. Uh, so this would kind of, I just asked kind of like the criteria. It's not last place. It's just out of the playoffs. I'm looking at it. I think the best one would be the Dallas Stars because they are 15, 12, and 2. They're out of a playoff spot right now, four points. But if there's going to be, I, I don't really have confidence in any of these teams, even the West or the East, that if they make the playoffs, they're going to go on a deep run. But like, if there's going to be a team, it's Dallas because every year they start off slow and it's like, oh, Dallas sucks. They have to make a change. Vancouver. Then they pick it up, and then they go, and then they make like the second round at least or something. So, he's riding the Bruce. He's riding the Bruce Brujo high. Hell yeah, dude! Yeah. Hell yeah, dude! No, they're gonna go. They're gonna go like five hundred or like sub five hundred the rest of the year. But um, no, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Vancouver. I'm putting five dollars on Vancouver right Bruce, now. Five Bruce, fat dollars. Bruce, there it is. I'm putting five dollars on Vancouver, and I'm putting one dollar against Tyler Bozak. Damn, it's like that. All right, word. Hey, listen, I, it's uh, it's a yearly put, thing. It's a yearly thing, man. Jimmy, I would really put money on Tyler Bozak now, but he's probably playing with Brandon Son, James Neal, or something like that. Oh, you can stop that. You know, a couple <laughs> bus. Um, is James Neal even playing for them anymore? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I was gonna it, say, it, did, did he gotta, only he's be a healthy scratch? No, he's yeah. I think he has a contract, but he's got to be like a healthy scratch. I yeah, seen. sorry, you guys go on with meaningful information. I'm gonna go look up James Neal's um, employment status. What are you talking about? That's the most so thing. definitely the team I'm picking for that is Boston because yeah. literally no one on Boston is scoring besides Marcia and Bergeron. So the second Pasternak heats up, or like Taylor Hall has one goal in his last twelve games, I think. Like that's not gonna last forever. Um, I Rask, I would have to think is gonna come back at some point. Uh, I, and I honestly don't think Detroit is hanging on in that last wild card I know, spot. That's why I didn't long. choose Boston because they have the better point percentage. They have five games in hand. They're only three points behind. That's why. I didn't yeah, because I think they're Boston. But like in terms of a deep game. run, I would, I could, I could believe Boston going on one more than anyone else. Honestly. Like I would like I would have said Dallas too, Pierce probably just because Dallas has the goaltending. Yeah. But um, I I just think Boston like if Boston goes in hot, they could knock off Carolina or, or Florida or yeah, Toronto. Yeah, with Boston, I just I don't even consider them like out of a playoff spot again just because of the games that they haven't had against Detroit. Like their point percentage is better than uh, Detroit. Mm-hmm. And kind of looking at the standings right now, especially the East, I feel like it's mostly decided. Yeah, it's locked in. Seven out of the eight, at least. Yeah, because Detroit's going to be out. Like, Columbus is hanging in there, same with Philadelphia, but I just don't see them really, like, making a push. The West mm-hmm. is still wide open. Fucking Columbus is right there. Oh, they're yeah. ten points behind. Oh, wait, hold uh, on. Columbus is starting to fall off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, Jesus. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So it's, it's literally, yeah, there's, the East is set. The East yeah. is set uh, already. Yeah, it's it, Tampa, Toronto, Florida, Carolina, yeah, Washington, Boston, New York, Pittsburgh, Boston. Listen, after watching that Flyers game, the fact that Philadelphia isn't dead last just showed <sighs> Montreal has 17 They're at, they're at points. 500. Dude, oh! right. And the draft is in Montreal. The price is right. Yeah, I'm hearing uh, rumors that Montreal wants Shane Wright. Can't confirm, though. 
Also, I can't get over the fact that the Ducks are tied for first still. Like, I thought this would have faded off by now. Sorry, what? The Ducks Every are year. in second, but Every like it, it, in the league, oh. no, in their division. Well, I guess they're second <laughs> in the conference too. Being honest, yeah, in terms of wins, but I was gonna say, I like again, I have been very out of the loop the last little while for many, many reasons. But have, holy shit, <laughs> yeah, this is the worst year to be out of the loop because this is like we're coming off of this COVID year where everything was just completely different. Now everyone's adjusting to playing all the you know the entire league. I think that's why we had such a goofy start, but it's still continuing to be pretty fucking goofy. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Fuck Nashville in second place. That shit's so phony. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's all UC Soros <laughs> again. So fucking love, love the short king. Love that. That's great. Tanner Janot. Like, I literally never heard of this guy, and he's, like, having a good season. Johansson, oh, Duchesne, and Granlin literally... are like, we're going to pretend it's 2017 for a little bit. Okay, guys. Tanner Janot is going to have a statue built for him in, like, two years. Holy shit. Yeah, it'll be right next to fucking Pontus Auberg. Fucking loser-ass franchise. Hey, he had, a, he had a sick goal in game one, so. No, it's good, too. Well, you know what, Pierce? He's got I can't more goals in, in the second second finals than you do, ever. So. Wow. I can't wait till they're wow. in second place and we still hear Phil Forsberg trade rumors. It's going to be great. <laughs> hey, that's just like, didn't he have a four-goal game this year? Am I wrong? No, he did. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he, he had at least three. He's, I know that. Duchesne had a hat-trick off. this year, too. Duchesne had such a gross start, too. 12 he's still goals. going. He's yeah, got like 27, I yeah, think. Yeah, he already surpassed his la- like goal and points total from last year. So. He has more goals than he had points last year. Like, it's yeah. fucking goofy. Oh, boy. He has Matthew Shane. Also, Vladdy Tarasenko fucking killing it this year. Matthew Shane has... Well, if I were Seattle, I would not take him at all. Oh, no. Or Max Domi. Why would I take those yeah. two? Oh. Who would yeah, want to take a good hockey player? No, I'd rather take Kev. I don't even know who the fuck they took. Honestly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Who do they I'll take from John the Blues? Quentin. Oh, Vince Dunn. Okay, well, like, that one maybe, but, like, who do they uh, take from? No, I don't give a fuck, dude. Vince Dunn is not going to do for you. He's not Vladimir Tarasenko. Tarasenko's going to do for you. Yeah, yeah, Tarasenko like, could have gotten so many jersey sales. I could have Exactly. Dude, McCann, Tarasenko, and Gord. Like, come on now. Gross. Or, like, Everly. They could. They had options, and they fumbled. Everly Tarasenko would be so hot, so hot. Also, F- Philip Grubauer is like the worst goalie to walk the earth. Yeah, right they now. have the worst. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. People were coming at what was a Jay Fresh at Evolving Wild, and they're like, "Your model said they'd be good," and it's like, "Yeah, no one yeah, expected Philip Grubauer." Grubauer being like an eight eighty goalie or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody expected that from Phil Grubauer. <laughs> Holy shit. And he has not shown any signs of like bouncing back. Like at least guys like Flurry really? back, but like, dude, he's and still he's at the signed bottom. for six years. Well, five after this season, but Seattle's gonna be shitty. I'm surprised they didn't call the Hawks on Subban. Like at least you have a guy who clearly has played like 900. No, he in went his to career. Buffalo instead and made the greatest save of all time. At least, yeah, time. actually, no, that was the best save I've seen in years. That was gross. Um, I mean, the price one in the bubble is pretty nuts, but that was, like, <laughs> how Malcolm Subban to make a save like that and still lose the game. The thing about Malcolm Subban, he played well that game. It's just Pittsburgh destroyed him because Pittsburgh. It's because the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and Buffalo, Buffalo matchup yeah. usually goes in the favor of not Buffalo. Well, what matchup does, to be fair? 
Yeah. Right. Not even the lottery. Not even the yeah. Leafs. Not even the laughs. Not even the laughs. Um, do we have any more questions? You remember? Sir Pierce. You know what? The be- that's probably the best save. Do you remember the Evgeny Nabokov save on, I think it was... Brad Richards. Richards. Yeah. Brad Richards, game six. Double Dallas, overtime. San Jose. Yeah, that went to like four overtimes, I think. Oh. I'm going to pull that that's up right the, now. That's probably, that's, best, that's probably the best save I've ever seen. That No, that probably is the best save of all time. Um, at least of the modern, you know. Dude, I think shit like, that we've watched. I feel like number um, one are just all hashic, just fucking sprawling. Anyways, um, next Twitter is, question is: Which mascot would you fight? And I already have my answer. I just want to fight Gritty, just to say I could fight, said I could fight Gritty. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, well, okay, obviously we're all gonna say Gritty. Uh, I'm gonna go. Let me think. Oh, you know what, Tony Hawk? Have you, have you remember that video of Tony Hawk like flipping someone over? Yeah, to- <laughs> yeah Tony Hawk. You mean yeah, the, yeah, the legendary <laughs> skater? Me too. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk is my favorite mascot. Tony Hawk is personally. definitely the name of the podcast, by the way. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> no, no, no! I need Tony Hawk, comma mascot. Oh my god! Not. You know who I'm beating the shit out of? Mascot. Oh my god! It's been. I'm gonna a- no. You know who I hold up? If I can beat the shit out of a mascot. I fucking hate Stingray, or the fuck is name. Stinger, the Columbus, oh, one? Columbus one? Because he doesn't... That makes no sense. Stinger out of his... I don't know. No, I'm just gonna beat his fucking face in. No, you make it fancy. Mine's a tie. I... So, I was... <laughs> this man was thinking about it. <laughs> oh, no, because Pierce told me before the show. He told me before the show, so I was oh. like... Oh. I was like, huh, okay, I'll think about this for a second. Okay, so okay, okay. So, I... One, I'm gonna beat the shit out of Carlton the Bear. Like you're <laughs> <laughs> no, Carlton the Bear kind of needs to be put in his place. No, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I, I feel like I get some respect for doing that one. Honestly, he's a little dude. Too people, no, Twitter would love you for that one. <laughs> I'll just watch. I'll, I'll enjoy that. This other Is one's it... a vendetta from when oh, they used to play in the playoffs all the time, but definitely fucking Bailey on the Kings can get his ass kicked. The fucking yeah. oh, lion. Fuck. No, Dude, nah. he used to talk so much shit on He him. talks too much. He talks too much. It's gritty exactly. can talk all the shit he wants. He's Gritty. He's the boy. Shut him up. Because <laughs> nobody liked King. Here's the thing. It's because nobody liked Kings fans in the, te- in the, in the tens because they, they were a team that was doing great that had no fans. And so most hockey fans care way too much about gatekeeping and fan bases. So the Kings became the most hated, like one of the most hated teams, even more than just the Hawks. Hate because they beat us in the playoffs. <laughs> I didn't hate them because of that. And then Bailey just talked mad shit, just like the it was at the Kings Twitter account, and Bailey talked all the shit in the world. So if you're oh, a Twitter sports person, it's Bailey. It has to be. That's What's such a good answer. I'm so glad you gave that. That's no, that's the one. I want to beat the shit out of Bailey, dude. For the for those who are watching. This. Oh, oh, Pierce! No, <laughs> Pierce. Yes. No, honestly, I kind of just feel bad for him. I don't know. He, he, I kind of just feel bad that he's a thing for him. He doesn't need to be that. He doesn't need to be, you know. Uh, by the way, that who's people listening—that's Hunter, the mascot for him. That is the uh, Panthers. <laughs> Panthers yeah, Carlton's like getting his shit rocked, though. That's my final answer. <laughs> What's the picture of him? And he's like this, and this, this like this beautiful like rainbow. And it's like I want to die. And it's just Carlton, <laughs> Carlton <laughs> <and> Bear, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? 
You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good, because that's like top ten picture of all time. That's that's like... <laughs> Hold up, hold up, hold up. No, no, no. I'm I'm like so invested in this. I'm finding the NHL mascot list. Dude, this is literally like the Council of Haters for mascots. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, the oh, three kids is Fortnite actually overrated. Like that's us. Awesome. <laughs> no, it's literally the three Spider-Man <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I found this. I found a full picture. Let's go. Close. Hold up. Okay, I kind of want to like Stanley listening into the audio. <laughs> Stanley C. I would just spit at him. Like he just looks annoying as fuck. Spit in my face. Oh, dude. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> dude, the wild mascot needs at least three. Like, needs to be fed at least three good ones. What a what a, a good knuckle dip. sandwich. <laughs> yeah. The, okay, I'm not gonna lie. The Caps one's actually pretty sick. I fuck with him. Nah, Carlton the bear. Carlton the bear. I'm sorry. I looked at Carlton the bear and I'm like, yeah, no, fuck you. Carlton, <laughs> Carlton needs a shit dog. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not. I don't need to explain myself on that one. <laughs> Nash is awesome. I like Nash. Not Nash can kill himself. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's, that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. No, it's... No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> get on this topic. Penguin's mascot too- is going to get his... Ad- no, Penguin's no, mascot Penguin's is going to go boy. in. What do you mean? No, he's getting at least three rounds with me. No, bro. <laughs> he's so cool. <laughs> okay, maybe Stinger. Stinger's kind no. of, Okay, you know no. what? Stinger? Stinger has a yellow diaper. What the, the hell? Oh, he's got a Stinger. Mascot. The fucking Stars mascot. I think his name's Victor E. Green. E. Green. It's like the Victor. worst name ever. <laughs> he's like, okay, you know who needs to get his ass beat, though, and this is not hockey? Is, Why uh, is this the subject? Cubs mascot. Cubs mascot. Fuck that guy. He's such a loser, dude. Like, I want to shove him into a locker. I really do. I, really I bet do. Benny the Bull would shove him into a locker. He would! Benny, oh, the, Bull would start, Benny the Bull would be the ref. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he needs to... Clark, he needs, we need to put some dirt Clark. in his eye. He needs, to, yeah, he needs to get some dirt put in his eye. You're so right. <laughs> he needs to put some dirt in his eye. Hold up. Yuppie is the goat. Love Yuppie. Oh, yeah. Yuppie well, would help me beat up Carlson, if anything. Yuppie <laughs> 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 would be, be helping me out, bro. I'm just afraid of Spartacat. Like, he can just have his own, you know, like, he can do his own thing. Full of guys. I'm sending you. We just go with your mascots right now. I am. I'm literally, I literally have a picture, guys. Rankings. Guys, like, I'm sending this in the group chat. Like, this, there's an entire, this is a podcast. like. I can't see any of them. <laughs> No, 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 I mean, like, you guys, I need you guys to be able to, we're, we're going to look through these, and we're going to, okay, we're going to go through them. Come on. The the Red Wings have a mascot? It's an octopus? Yeah. I think it should just be a wheel. His but... name is Al. Okay. They should just have, like, yeah, like, give him, like, a wheel head. Al, you can call me. Oh, why you be so, like. Why oh my god! Like I forgot about the Vegas mascot. I want to be. Oh fuck, Chance! Fuck, Chance! No, Chance doesn't even get the honor of fighting anybody. He just gets ignored. 
bro. Bernie gets a seat at <laughs> Fire the, whoever made the this. Table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Fire Stormy, whoever thought Stormy this. could piss off, too. Wait, do you remember the video of the NJ Stormy. Devil where he, like, where he's, like, at, like, a daycare or, like, some kind of school and he, like, breaks through the glass? He can get beat up for that, too. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you know who would help us in beating up everyone? Boston's mascot. Remember when he used to- I was just balls? gonna say! Blades kind of looks like that guy. Just, like, spill beers on, like, Habs fans and shit. <laughs> Wait, Dude, wait, Blades wait. is the fucking man. Like that guy. I like Harvey, that guy. Harvey on Calgary. Have you ever seen the video? I think it was like a coach. Like it was like Harvey was like taunting a, an opposing coach, and he like come like one of the coaches comes up and rips his tongue out of his mouth. Because, yeah, it's like a long time. What? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Harvey's kind of kind of. I don't know. I love how the Coyotes mascot's so bad. It's covered by the premium print sign. <laughs> 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 is Harvey Harvey needs to take it? He needs to put his shirt back on. Stop listening to Cardi. Bro, Harvey Holy just shit. bro. No, Carlton needs to put some fucking pants on. Why do you think I really want to beat the shit out of this guy? <laughs> he isn't wearing any fucking pants. Yuppie's <laughs> <laughs> the only one that's not. It's allowed to not wear pants, dude. Louis, no, we're not talking about Louis. Louis can get it. No, he's done. Louis's so it's done. Louis. Louis, no, next I, I mean, he needs to put some pants on, but... <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the deal breaker. Put some damn pants on. I'm sorry. That's my pet peeve. If you're a mascot, Dude, Stinger, Stinger straight pants. up looks like he doesn't have pants on. Looks like he has a diaper on. Sabertooth yeah, doesn't have pants on. This is a podcast mm. talk, by the way, guys. <laughs> this is quality podcast. I want to shout out Tanner for that question, because that led us down this huge rabbit hole. <laughs> this giant rabbit hole. Stormy... Oh, Devil's gonna help like... us beat the shit out of everyone, too. Like, Devil, Blades, and uh, Tommy are all gonna, like, that's our, like... like that's your lineup. Team. If you could oh, pick dude. three, wait. Wait, I need one more. Three I need mascots. one more for the starting five. I need one more for the starting we need, five. Yeah, we need starting five to take on the rest of the mascots. Also, Stormy looks like that guy who's, like, really nice. Everyone likes him. Oh, the Ducks mascot. The du- Wild Wing. <laughs> yeah, Wild Wing would beat the shit Dude, out of everyone. I was gonna say, no, I- Wild Wing is the fucking boy. Love Wild Wing. He's got the Mighty Ducks mask yeah. on and everything. That's, that's, yeah. Wild that Wing? That guy's on my team. Wild Wing, Blades, Devil, fucking, I would... Tommy Hawk. Yeah, Tommy. And then, who's five? Slapshot. Hell yes! <laughs> Number one target is Sparky. Because Sparky needs to go. Why did the Islanders <laughs> have a dragon? Does anyone want to explain that one? What the hell? I don't know. Like, I, I remember asking my. I remember asking Keegan this like months ago. I was like, "Why is your mascot a dragon?" He's like, "I have no fucking idea." And literally, they just went like, <laughs> "Kids, like the, what do you Islander, like?" Like the Islander logo from the nineties, like the fisherman. Make it the fisherman. So Imagine if it was the no, fisherman. Dragon. No, if they made the fisherman, I would buy the costume. Like, it'd be my favorite thing forever. Why is the shark's mascot so derpy? Sharks one, yeah. SJ Sharky just isn't with the shits, man. He looks like Bailey he lost the audition to be the second star do- shark on the Katy Perry show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I hate Iceberg. I'm sorry. That dude just looks like a goober. What a goddamn goober. Oh, and our goalie's Al. Since we're making a team <laughs> up against the rest of them. Because Al's got that flexibility. Yes, sir. <laughs> he's got the he's got the wingspan. Yeah, and Yuppie's our center. So, and then Gritty's <laughs> gonna be like the defenseman that just lays out. Uh, the, Gritty's the, the coach. He's, 
Grady's the coach. <laughs> Grady's the coach. He's behind the bench. <laughs> he's too easy. He's in this picture. Exactly, because you know how fucking sexy he'd be? He'd take up the fucking room. Exactly. <laughs> Big, sexy boy. I, I will I never like forget the fact the that he dunked on a nun. Mascots would buy into Gritty's system, you know? Dude, <laughs> Gritty dunked on a nun! How do you not want to play for that guy? Tommy Hawk bursted my eardrum on a Hawks game this year. No, Tony Hawk. <laughs> Hell yeah. Tony Hawk, the new Blackhawks mascot. Yeah, Tony Hawk. By the way, I want to transition that into the next question. How do you make the Blackhawks image better? There's another Black question. Thing? <laughs> Hit Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk is the mascot. Just have him skateboarding around. Okay, no, no, no. So Tony Hawk is the mascot. We need to yeah. get J.J. Jonah Jameson to broadcast the games. <laughs> 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 the no. on the power play. No. <laughs> need to get that front. Imagine the front office. The front office comes to him. The front office comes to him, and they're like, "Hey, you gotta like enough talking down the other I team." And he's like, 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 "Can you stop? Please stop slandering the other teams when you call the games." And he's like, "This fraud, oh. Tanner Janone." <laughs> I hate slander. It, on TV, it's libel. <laughs> Print um. Oh, you're so right. <clears throat> Doesn't count for J. John Jameson. He gets passed. Well, for real, uh, like... if the Hawks need to fix their problems, uh, draft picks and better everything. Yeah. Patience. Yeah. You know what, <laughs> it's this, like this franchise needs patience. <clears throat> you need to like. I don't think they're gonna win another cup with Cleon Taves. Like, you gotta be patient. No. Try to build. A I hope they the bring it and. Uh, I hope they don't. Try to add, yeah, try to add more pieces around. You just got to be patient, really. Just like, get the new wave be, They don't have a first-round pick this year. It's like, do they want to, let's say, win the lottery, and then even then they don't have a first-round pick next year. Like, it's going to be a long road. Just try to accumulate as much assets to get <coughs> for upside at the draft. Try to sign more of these cheap contracts. Kyle Davidson's probably going to be in the front office in some roles. So, and you've, you've seen the contracts he signed with uh, Strom and Kubalik, and I think he had, like, a hand in, like, Hagel's contract, which is amazing. So just try to keep signing. He's still the front runner for the job. Yeah, um, I, I still think he is so. the GM. They're, they're going to fight. They're going to hire some kind of uh, hockey ops. And, like, and they, they've been looking, like, outside, like, the hockey world, which I think is so cool because I – I think it's cool to have a neat perspective, and you're obviously going to have the mainly hockey perspective with Kyle Davidson, but just kind of have. Hey, they had who is that? Oh, who, who the hell is he? Um, they brought that one guy in. What's his name? Tom. I brought somebody in. He's like well known in the NBA. They brought him in to just talk about who they, what direction they think they should go. Um, so clearly, there's like there is an effort being made to do something, you know, progressive in terms of you know like hirings and such. I feel like we're using progressive and hockey in the same, you know, uh, conversation. But Oh, um, I hire a guy who's not white. That's that's big, progressive. Yeah. That's progressive. Mm-hmm. Woman, woman, woman. That's yeah. But um no, they're, they're actually color. like looking at good job. Yeah. That's yeah. NHL's fixed. Pat on um, the back. <laughs> good job, me, yeah. you know? Um but uh yeah, I, they're NHL. They're clearly like making effort to do something different. Um, so that's I thought that was a really you know like notable thing. Like uh, it sounds like this isn't a, it's a guy who's well known in the NBA, and you know the NBA is probably one of the more like you know like interesting sports and yeah, like progressive. Uh, yeah, good word to use with them, which is nice. Um, and I, I don't know if it sounds like this isn't 
a guy who's worked much around the NHL. So clearly they're doing something different. They're doing different things. So that, I think, for Hawks fans, that should be very exciting um, in terms of, uh, you know, where the front office is heading. Um, just thought I'd put that out there. Yep, so that was that was it for questions, really. Um, there are a couple more things I do want to bring up, though. We, gotta, we just got to prepare a show for, like, a mascot ranking next time. <laughs> Okay. That was, that we're was, making the mascot pyramid. Yeah, <laughs> gritty at the top, obviously. <laughs> Gritty's a given. Gritty's not even in the conversation. No, he should be like he should be like the star on the pyramid. You know, like mm-hmm. he's outside the star in the pyramid, like yeah. just like in the Egyptian days, Pierce. Yeah. <laughs> just like they always did it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just like the. the the Egyptian Christmas tree. It's just a little. <laughs> oh my god! No, it's just Gritty standing on top of it. Yeah, exactly. He is he the has, blueprint. He has conquered all. Yeah. Jacob um, Batalon is the blueprint. So this will be our last show of 2021, and I just want to. I have two things. So first is predictions for the NHL 2022, and I don't mean like next season, like 2022, 2023, like kind of just for the rest of the year. <clears> I want to hear. If y'all have some crazy takes, because I got a couple. No, they're not necessarily um, crazy, but just like wonderful. So, what are we talking about? Like, you know, uh, like cup finalists. Like, it, does, yeah, um, it doesn't matter. It could be anything, like a trade, like a transaction um, team. Like I said, I haven't been playoffs. Yeah, so, I anyway. haven't been that in. Like, sorry, sorry, my bad, my bad. Uh, oh, anything good. more you need to say? Okay, you're good to go. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> Yeah, you just got that. You just got that. Um, okay. But, uh, no, I, I'd say, um, to start with the Hawks, I'd say I think Kubalik goes for a, a first at the deadline. I, I, I just don't think he ends the season with them. I, I don't. Um, no, I don't know. Hopefully I don't it's a first they get. Yeah, I, I don't think they get a first for him generally, but he does have that the 30 goals under his belt. Scored at a good pace last year. Um, if he can heat up before the deadline, I think they get a first and something for him. I think they get a something for Strom. Probably just like you know, they probably do what they got him with. Just flip him, you know, for you know, flip him for Here's somebody French. else who's struggling. Yes, like something like that. Yeah, you know, each both teams just trade. You know, here's a guy who might work out, didn't work with us, might work with you. I think we're gonna see that kind of trade with Strom. Um, maybe Calvin DeHaan gets moved deadline for a mid round pick or something. I, I think maybe they get – I think one or two other guys get moved. I think they move a few guys in the deadline, though. I think with Kyle Davidson in control right now, they, I they, have they to, actually really. – I think they're actually going to, like, make genuinely good trade deadline moves. They made some decent ones last year. I think they actually make a bigger splash this year. Um, so, yeah, that I'd say those are my big – those are my takes for the Blackhawks. I wouldn't – I'm not confident to say that they'll keep up the pace they're at and make it into the wild card spot, so I'm not going to say anything there. Uh, as for cup finalists, um, I I'm just going to like you know like not mid season obviously, but uh, near mid season prediction. I'm going to say the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning get to the finals again. I don't I don't know about who wins, but I think the Lightning get there again, and I think we will see. Like let me. Let me just look through these standings again because I really. I'll give mine. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, while well, I'm doing that airtime. Yeah, I was gonna I'll say I was mine. gonna ask you if um, I'd wanna. Yeah. I think 
the Blackhawks win a lottery because why not? I'll just throw I'll just I'll just throw this craziness into the universe. I think they get Shane Wright. I don't know. And okay. I think Tampa I think Tampa Bay three pre three peats. And I think they Yeah. Don't make me say it. I was gonna say I don't know who until goes to the I finals. Them, until I see them lose, I'm not gonna like bet against them. And also you know, Vancouver oh, will oops, find a way to make the playoffs. I'm just throwing out That's another one. I think Vancouver gets into the playoffs. Bruce Boudreau, I think Bruce Boudreaux masterclass. Yeah. Bruce Boudreaux and Thatcher Demko masterclass. Um I think Vegas makes it to the finals. I think it's gonna be Vegas, been Tampa Bay. Vegas, Tampa, three years in a row, or two years in a row. It's never gonna happen. No, because uh, like they lost to Vegas, lost to Dallas, and they lost to Montreal last year. I pray to God that like, I can't believe I'm saying this because I'm very sure that that's gonna be the matchup no matter what. I pray to God that Vegas wins. I, I can't, I can't do a three P. How I can't do a three P? How much? You hate a Tampa three that you're cheering for Vegas, dude. I am literally not. Nah, I am on my Green Goblin shit, dude. It is hater time. I <laughs> villain for the sake no. of being a villain. Seriously, yeah. no. I, uh, so my predictions for the Hawks, I like. They could just be general. Like it doesn't have to be Hawks. I uh, I think they're gonna re-sign on Mark Andre Fleury. I honestly think mm. they like to like a two-year deal. Um. That's just my personal opinion. Two by ten. Yeah. Um, ten dollars? <laughs> I also think that Kirby Doc's going to have a big second half because he's starting to yes. really so. turn it on under Derrick King, and I think he's going to finish at, like, 45 points this year. Okay. Like, he's going to he's gonna finish at, like, 35 and 50 this year, something like that, like, in terms of, like, the rest of the year. And then, yeah. um, in terms of league wide, I think the Islanders are going to win the draft lottery. Ooh. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah, I like that. And then, uh, I think Vegas. Okay, so there's like two ways I could see Vegas going this year. <laughs> like Vegas is either getting bounced in the first round, they're, it's first round or cup final for them. Yeah, exactly. Or they're winning the cup, in my opinion. Because yeah. like, if they go on that run and they give Eichel enough time to get his legs back, like. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying, man. They've like this, this is the same gotten, team, and they have Jack fucking yeah, Eichel. They've gotten this far, like they got Jack Eichel now. Like they basically have had the same team over the past couple of years. Yeah, and they just have Jack Eichel. I agree, and I uh, I also think this year Carolina breaks through. They, they got it. They're, They're deep enough this year. Yeah. Even without Dougie Hamilton, I feel like they got deeper, and their goaltending. If Fred, like it all comes down to Freddie, honestly, because I know he's not healthy he's right now. But healthy, yeah, yeah, that's always been his thing. I, I, know, but... I don't know, man. What like, are you, a Ducks fan? No, watch them on the Carolina Ducks. can roll out five lines a game if they wanted to. And Seriously. four defensive pairings, really. Like... Uh, three and a half. Three and a half, okay. Um, you know where I'm going with that. The, la- the last one. Uh, so I just want to put our favorite moments <clears throat> of the podcast in 2021 and then things we're thankful for in our life. So it doesn't have to be too personal for that, but like, Every time in my house, when there's like a birthday, we'll like do this thing called the wheel of compliments. We'll like compliment the person, what we like, like most about a person, what, or like depending on whose birthday it is. And like Thanksgiving, we'll be like, what are we thankful for? We'll see like one each thing we're each thankful for. And then Chris, and like it'll be like Christmas or New Year, and be like, what are you looking forward to in New Year? And what did you enjoy about this year? So this is what I kind of want to do. So, um, First thing, uh, favorite moment of the podcast. I think my favorite moment this year. Well, there's two of them. One, 
um interviewing Adam Wilde that was so cool just like being able to and I'm pretty, pretty I'm pretty sure it's the same for you guys too because I've been listening to the Steve Dangle podcast like since it started basically and just like it's been eight years and like having Adam Wilde on who's just like a genuinely great person and like was genuinely like wanted to be on a show and had a lot of fun that meant a lot and then it's it's our most played episode as well and then the <coughs> other one was interviewing uh Melody Deo, who is going to be on the Canadian Olympic uh, women's team again, trying to go for another gold. So that, was, so that was a lot of fun as well. So I just want to hear your guys' moments too. And also, another thing, having Schmitty join on as our third co-host. Like, me and yeah. kind of like started this back like a month after COVID started, really. And it's kind of funny because it's almost two years now and we're still... It doesn't feel like he wasn't here. That's the funny part I know, it. yeah. You know what we I mean? Like, through, it we went through, we went through a, like a few coasts, but it just didn't work. But I feel like the three of us, like we got the best chemistry. So those I jumped it in season two of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Adam Wild one was jumped the, the Delta zone. first official one too, or one of them. Like, so, yeah. So, favorite podcast moment, right? Yeah. And then mascot matchup. We'll do that after. <laughs> yeah, mascot matchup. So just this podcast. Um, I have to think about the pot. Um, I'm gonna go back to last year for the yeah. here podcast moment. I'm gonna go to where I was uh, in the garage. Oh yeah. Set up. <laughs> we had that. We had that as one of the the podcast episodes. I think Schmitty might have been on that episode. I don't know. I don't I know. Like you you were on some. I mean, you were on some last year. That may have been one of them. Uh, I forget, but um, favorite this year, I, I I think I have to say off the top of my head, uh, Dad and Wild. Dad and Wild. Good old Dad and Wild. Did you got see the tidbits. video I say you? Daddy got the tidbits. Dude, I saw that when you sent that to me when it happened like months you know, ago. Like, the Daddy got I his tidbits. Because I had it saved. I'm like, oh my god, I love that. And your bookmarks or something? Yeah, bookmarks. Yeah. <laughs> Dad and Wild throwing it back. Man, and what a life Adam Wilde must lesson. have. And then talking about our balls. What yeah, a... It's always about the balls. I was listening to the podcast episode yesterday, and it's like they were just like having discussion. It cuts to Adam like doing a commercial break. He's like, ho, ho, ho. Now it's time to talk about your balls. And then I just hear like uh, Steve and Jesse, Jesse. Like, laughing in the background. I'm like, I love Adam so much. It's like, oh, great. <laughs> Yeah, how, but seriously, what a life you have to live as Adam Wilde to know that there are young Gen Z kids with your twerking in their bookmarks. What a goddamn life. Oh, jeez. Oh, Getting your timbits. Yes. Anyways. So, so uh, what were you saying, Jimmy? Oh, I was uh, about to yawn, and then I didn't. <laughs> okay. Dylan, go ahead. Were you um, tired? So, <laughs> I think um. So there were two shows that stuck out to me this year. I think, uh, unfortunately, Jimmy, you weren't here. I think if you were here, you would have had a fucking blast. But Mikey oh, Stevens yeah. coming on was probably Dude, the no. I know, I know. Oh, as soon as you guys God. told me about the episode, I'm like, I want to be called an idiot by Mike Stevens. So <laughs> missed out oh, on that one. It was great. Oh my also, God. Also, another I'm moment when we're now that Spider Man's out. Like <laughs> another. Moment I've thought we're... about that. I've thought about that since you mentioned it, Schmitty, Where he's like, it's not going to be that bad. It's not. He's like so just like. Oh, he was so confident. Sun. He was so right. He was so right. It's not going to be right. Skywalker. 
But no, um, no. what were you gonna say, Pierce? Oh, I was gonna say I was so funny. Like one another favorite was when we were when we were interviewing Adam Wilde, and he's just like, and then Jimmy's like, so my favorite color is blue, and then right after Adam's like, oh no, you. <laughs> 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 no, that's what that has to be my favorite moment. That's that's like the he's moment. Like, out of all moment, the teams in blue, you chose you chose Toronto. And he's like, you could have chose Tampa or New York. I love like the tremble in his voice when he says that. He's like, like, oh no, no. <laughs> like oh, yeah. it, it hit him all at once. I'm glad. Hey, I got the opinions from both Toronto, like two Toronto sufferers. Yeah, Adam Wilde and uh, Mikey Stevens. Stevens. I, I remember when you had Steve Dangle on. It's like you can never feel the pain that I will. <laughs> oh yeah, I still, I'm like I kind of understand. He's like no. He's like no. no. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> also, um, I I I know we haven't done one in, since the draft. I think, but when we live streamed the trade deadline and the draft, that was a lot. Oh, of fun. we'll do we'll do a live stream of the trade deadline and dude, like, oh man, I if we could have got. Like Seth Jones's trade on a live stream, that would have been nuts. Also, I think one of the oh, coolest no. moments is like no. when we would break mm-hmm. news during the podcast. Like we broke the Connor Murphy extension mid show. That was pretty cool. Yeah, you remember the Vinny and Strozzi trade, Jimmy? That broke the show too. Mid show. Oh yeah, he just will. And he just drove before. up to Chicago. No, no it did. Signed the next year. <laughs> yeah, that's still ridiculous, but whatever. Oh man, what a guy. But I. Uh, yeah, those are probably my favorite shows of the year, personally. Yeah. Um, and then I just want to end it off, like, what you're thankful for in your personal life. Like, it doesn't have to be too personal, but just, like, something general happened to you this year. One of y'all can go or I can go. It doesn't matter. Well, I, I, I'll i start, I guess. I'm okay. thankful that I got to go back to grad school, finally. Like, Fuck yeah. that was Hell a really yeah. stressful process for me this year. So I'm glad I'm back in school, and I'm about to wrap that up probably next year. So. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> All right, I'll go. Um, I'm thankful that uh, a lot has happened this year. Like, I moved. Um, just a lot of personal stuff happened. Like, it's been such a busy year, it seems. And I'm very thankful that uh, both my parents, who worked, like, two jobs for, like, over five years were at the beginning of the year, were able to quit. They got raises. They got, like, promoted and stuff. So Aww. I'm thankful that awesome. they work, like, almost 60 hours. They work, like, 60 hours a week, a lot of the weeks, and they just work so hard. They're the greatest people. I'm so thankful that I have great parents that raised me like that, raised me to who I am right now, and I'm just glad that uh, I get to see them more and that they have more rest. They get more time to spend with us and do what they like. So I'm thankful for that. I'm also thankful that my t- my sister, who... Um, was actually just in my room earlier because she was like trying to get my cat for me. In <laughs> here, she's gonna spend here. Can't have shit in fucking Edmonton, man. Motherfucker yeah. <laughs> took my cat. Fuck her, Stevie on the move. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she got a job as a teacher after um, hey! four, and a half, four and a half years of being at uh, university and having a surgery so i'm thankful for that and also my brother who's 16 got a job at tim hortons which is the most canadian thing ever so. is he gonna give adam his timbits yeah no daddy's gonna get his timbits <laughs> no he's gonna give him the tim beebs which he loved tim beebs yeah but no That's i'm thankful awesome. for i'm thankful for that in my life that i have a great family and also that i get to do the show with you guys i know it's we haven't done that much lately but i'm really looking forward to the new year what it holds for this podcast and what it holds for my life in general and we're gonna get back to two a week, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. But uh, Jimmy, uh, you're last to go. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be a little uh, like, well, 
obviously, yeah, you one would I like, ever too be personal, sappy. Deep shit, like, yeah. No, no, I actually, um, uh, I don't know. I've when you started that question, it, it's something that. You know me. I, I talk way too I much. I just feel like I don't we're in a time right blah, 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 now where but, it know. feels like there's a lot of negatives, so I just really wanted to bring Oh, no, 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 no. I, I'm worried. I don't want to say too much. That's my thing. I don't want to say too much because this year has been genuinely uh, um, a lot um, for good and bad. I mean, it's, I, I, don't, I don't talk a lot anymore about my personal life when I, like on social media when it comes to like the more um like well, the more personal aspects of it you know i, I used to and uh schmitty <laughs> i can't hear you oh boy i'm so sorry jimmy <laughs> i just saw that 10 bits video holy shit <laughs> <laughs> no that's like, important ass. i'm like what the fuck <laughs> i'm so sorry now schmitty knows exactly what i'm talking about okay it gives a lot more context I'm sorry. yeah no, I'm glad, dude. You need uh, to see that. That was a genuinely Jesse special saying, video. Daddy got the two <laughs> no, that's why I keep <laughs> that was saying Jesse it. in the back. I don't know it was Jesse. Oh, jeez. I love that video. I love that's that video funny. dearly. I didn't mean um, to cut you off, Jimmy. Sorry. Oh, dude, no. Cut that me off for that, please. Like, that's video, <laughs> it's great. If there's videos on graves, I would put that video on my grave. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's. I've got a few. That's one. Time to step back. No, I, I need Adam Wiles. Great, Adam Wiles. Tombstone to just have Daddy got his ten bits. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, go oh, what do you, what are you thankful for in your life? Um. Well, I'm gonna like. Obviously, I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful Aww. for this podcast, and you know the. Not not just the you know, the uh, the enjoyment of it, but the uh, I don't know, like just the escape from everything that I get for a little bit. Um, and I uh, thankful to meet Schmitty this year. Holy shit! I, I met Dylan fucking Schmidt. Uh, went to a couple Hawks games. Went to uh, the best comic book movie of the year, Venom. Let there be carnage. With him. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> even even uh, Pierce is like, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, uh, thankful to um uh yeah shit um there's it's been like for me i i don't want to get i don't want to get too you know too deep i don't want to get too uh i, I don't want to make this about me too much you know and uh and whatnot but it's been a very um for me this is probably probably the most eventful year of my life in terms of me uh, mental health it's been a year that's um you'll you can kind of see it through um like looking through looking at podcasts like if you watch the podcast this year if you ever see the footage i my focus has been a been whack this entire year um i've talked about concussions brain injuries i i feel like saying those words it feels like i want to throw up because i say them so damn much but um this year was probably as bad as it ever got um but uh through the course of the year um it's gotten a lot better um i'm start i've been meaning i've been hoping to start rehab for a long time it's just been hard to schedule it around work and such which is another thing i'm thankful for i was able to finally work a full-time job for the first time in my life um which is i know very embarrassing to put out in public but i think that we're we're Dude, at the point the thing, with man, you know like humans i don't think are wired to work 40 hours a week we're not. no we're not wired to work 40 hours and then when i have what i've been through makes it a lot harder 
Um, but it still is, it's embarrassing to say, you know, again, no, this is man, no. a world where everyone's reactionary, you know, no one takes context, nobody worries about those things. And I'm someone who very openly, I'm, I'm a very sensitive person. Um, this is something that, uh, I don't think I've talked about openly in the podcast, but I was diagnosed with, um, borderline personality disorder and, um, yeah, so that was, um, that was something that was, uh, it was a tough pill to swallow, but it's been something that, I. Uh, I've well another thing this year I found I finally found a good therapist and that's um I'd say been the biggest that was the biggest step for me in terms of uh, uh I guess growth and uh improvement over the course of the year so um that's uh those are two two things I'm very thankful for to be able to confront what I'm dealing with and to be able to deal with it with somebody so um so I'm a little like it's uh it's a lot to talk about but I think that it's I Honestly, I think that I don't talk enough about my mental health. I think that there, because I think that even if there's like one person that listens to this and they go, hey, look, there's somebody no, else who gets it. No, half a person it. listens to it. 0.5 people. Yeah, our, our <clears throat> 2.5 listeners. Two uh, but in all seriousness, yeah, if I can, if I can be an example for somebody, even I, even I can just be a voice in any means, uh, I, I won't be that. I think that it's a time in life that this should be something that's more talked about. So I'm thankful for my mental health journey this year in, uh, in short. Yeah, so I think closing point is that uh, treat yourself, like focus on yourself. You're important. And another thing is like, if you haven't talked to someone in a while, like give them like a text or something like, you know, like I don't want to get all sentimental, but just like, no, dude, no, I'm going to, no, I think last podcast of the year in general, nothing wrong with being sentimental. I think that this has been a very, just like last year, it's an incredibly tough year. It's a very tough year to be a hockey fan, let alone a Blackhawks fan that has a heart and understands it's the severity of what happens. A, a person. So like, again, focus on yourself, treat yourself. Be kind to those around you. Never Thank know what you, someone's yeah. going through. Mental health matters, all that stuff. So, um, yeah, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, happy holidays if you don't celebrate it. And also, Happy New Year. I'm really looking forward to what 2022 brings. I think it's going to be a great year for our podcast. And, uh, yeah, peace out, y'all. And, my, of course, my camera goes out at the last second. <laughs> we'll see you all in 2022 yeah um we're gonna go we're gonna go we're gonna go back to two weeks so uh i'm really looking forward to that we're gonna get into a more consistent schedule like there are some times this year where i like i just dread doing the podcast it's kind of like when you're going to like a like a party it's like oh you're anxious but once you get there you have like a a good time that's Mm -hmm. what that is i'll be completely honest that is every single podcast so right? i'm hoping like we get into yeah. like a routine of it where it's like okay we don't like feel that way anymore and we just have fun we always do but yeah anyways uh thank you all for tuning in happy christmas merry happy holidays merry christmas if you celebrate it, and happy years and uh, peace out y'all bye